0: The first thing I have to do is congratulate you. You took a vow of silence uh, for animal justice to raise money on Saturday, 24 hours. You doubled, basically, what you were looking to do. What was that like? What was it like to take a vow? Is that the first time you've ever done that, to take a vow of silence for 24 hours?
1: You know what? This was my second time. So last year, we did the same campaign. It's called Voiceless for Animal Justice, that people across the country go silent, in support of animals whose voices are silenced by industries and are ignored by our courts and our government system. Uh, so it's a really powerful way to acknowledge the animals who suffer in this country and, of course, raise some funds so we can keep helping them.
0: Wow. But do you start to go crazy? What do you do? Do you, do you just bring it back to sort of some Zen breathing or what?
1: You know, the hardest part was not talking to my cats. Usually <laughs> I just sort of like chat with them if <laughs> they're in the room. And uh, you know, I, I I almost forgot myself a couple of times.
0: Okay, all right, but okay, okay. So, the, but there's no, there were no cameras, so we're okay. But you yeah. didn't even talk to your cats, really?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a challenge. It was a real challenge, and and uh, I I don't think you can appreciate until you've done one of these things how often you sort of talk to yourself in the mm-hmm. course of the day or talk to inanimate mm-hmm. objects. It's uh, kind of we're all sort of chattering all the time.
0: But you're on a roll. Animal justice is on a roll. You guys have had a great year, or having oh, a great thank year. thank you. Right? Thank you. It's, it's been a
1: really good year for animals. I mean, we saw the first serious new legislation passed at the federal level by Parliament since the 1800s. We've now got a ban on keeping whales and dolphins in captivity. There's a ban on sharks in imports in this country, and new rules to outlaw all sexual abuse of animals and all animal fighting. So it was a momentous year on that front.
0: I know, This has a lot to do with you, and you're probably way too humble to take credit for it. But opening it up to society, what's making this difference? What's driving this, Camille? How come all of a sudden—well, it's not all of a sudden. It's after years of hard work on your guys' part, on animal rights people's part. But the message seems to be finally getting through. How come?
1: Oh, so many people are contributing to this in so many different ways. We've seen things like the power of film to make major differences. When, when you talk about the whale and dolphin ban, uh, there's no question that the film Blackfish made a huge impact in people's minds and really showed them how keeping orcas and other sensitive cetaceans in captivity is very cruel. And, of course, there's been decades of animal advocacy uh, against places like Marineland that do confine cetaceans in captivity. And at a certain point, you reach that tipping point. And things start to change. Uh, I mean you know other other stuff has happened this year as the, the new Canada Food Guide came out and it emphasizes that people should eat more plant-based protein and it eliminates the dairy category and that's thanks to science. A lot of scientific research that's been done that shows that's a really healthy positive way for people to eat. So I think we're reaching this societal tipping point where people are starting to think and envision a new world That's compassionate that treats animals with respect and is one that we can all sort of better live in as a society. And I'm really happy to see all this progress that's being made on the legal front because the law catches up to societal attitudes, and our attitudes are definitely changing.
0: Is it catching up?
1: It is. It's starting to. It still has a very long way to go. I mean, I'll just give you one example. Uh, We care deeply about animals in this country, we are a nation of animal lovers, but we actually have no rules for animals on farms. There's From the moment that animals are born on farms until the day they're trucked to slaughter, there's no laws that say how much space they should have, what kind of sunlight or access to air or social opportunities that they should have, what kind of cages they can be kept in. It's just the industry makes up its own rules. So that's an area, a huge area, because we kill over 819 million animals last year for food, land animals. Uh, you know, a huge area where we need to catch our laws up to our values.
0: What's what's so so? What's next on Animal Justice's radar, for lack of a better word? Where do you what's where do you concentrate now?
1: Well, I think one other issue that people are starting to wonder about is why Canada still has no national animal protection act. Uh, we're one of the few Western democracies that doesn't, and a lot of people are saying that we need something to have clear rules rules at the national level for animals. Um, people are looking at enforcement structures and questioning whether they make sense. Uh, for instance, the Ontario SPCA withdrew from enforcement in Ontario. They no longer enforce animal welfare laws uh, because they recognize that as a private charity, they shouldn't really have to do that work. It should be a government function. So Now we're seeing the government step in and taking that on. There's new legislation in Ontario that will, will do that. So I think we're starting to get some of the structures right, and that can only bode well.
0: Well, you've expressed, uh, you, you've said that you were happy with, with the way that, that thing in Ontario is going, right?
1: Uh, so far, so good. What they've done is they've made animal welfare inspections a fully public system. So it's government inspectors doing this work, government funding for the work. And, uh, you know, I, I think that bodes really well for protecting animals better. When the government says, oh, it should be a humane society or an SDCA doing this enforcement, what that signals is that animal protection isn't important enough for the government to care about. And I think that's completely out of step with how the public thinks about it. We find animal protection a very important public value, and we think that uh, public funds should pay for that as well.
0: I have one more question. I, what Was there a, a moment, because you are devoted to this, I mean, and in, in, you never seem to get tired, at least publicly. What was it? Is it you? Were originally, do you remember an original moment, a seminal moment, when you said, "I'm going to devote my life to this"?
1: Well, I remember. I, I do have one moment where I—I I think it was the moment where I first started to appreciate that animals weren't all treated well. Uh, like probably most people listening, I grew up with cats. Uh, we had rabbits, hamsters, ducks for a little while, and they were all beloved family pets. And I thought all animals enjoy that kind of life. Everyone just loves animals. Um, But when I was about nine, I was over at a neighbor's house and something on the television news uh, showed the East Coast commercial seal kill. And I grew up in Prince Edward Island, so this was right in my backyard, literally in the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Uh, You know, there was footage of seals being killed on TV, and I just couldn't understand how anyone could do that to an animal. And that's the first time I really appreciated that not everyone was just kind to animals all all the time and started to understand that industries use and profit from them. But you know, it wasn't until years later, when I actually ended up going to the commercial seal kill myself for the first time to photograph it and send those images to Europe, which eventually passed a ban on seal product imports, uh, that I, I started to appreciate that people could make a career and a, a life out of working on behalf of animals to protect them better.
0: Well, I sure have a friend in you, kiddo. Wow.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Thanks, Camille.
1: Always a pleasure.